is that an okay enough word for the show? No. No. Okay. Hello there, and thank you for joining us on Hearthcast, episode number 310 for patch 6.2. We are a podcast about the world of Warcraft and the rest of the Blizzard universe. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of Hearthcast. This is Root. And this is Freckleface. Coming up in episode number 310 of Hearthcast, we have some questions about the end of Warlords and Draenor that we're going to ask with Dead Guy. We have another round of Guess That Lore. And we're going to discuss getting your system up to date for Legion. So he there for Freckleface. Hey there, Root. How has your week been in the awesome universe of Blizzard? I, you know, I feel like it's been a good week, but yeah. when I'm trying to say, you know, what significantly happened, you, I feel like it's just kind of routine. You played a bunch of games of Hearthstone. I I did. Okay, that's routine number one. You played a couple games of Hots. Couple games, yes. And you thought about logging into WoW, but you didn't. Ah, uh, that's correct. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> How I many, need to mix it up, don't I? I? Think you do. <laughs> how, how many uh, how many games into Hearthstone are you now? My mage is at a little over four hundred ranked. Okay, is that is that how many? You need five hundred ranked wins oh, okay, to get okay, the golden okay, hero. Okay. That's what you meant. You mean yeah. you've had four hundred ranked wins? Now last week you had like two hundred fifty. You're like just a bit well, over halfway. About three sixty. Oh, so three, okay. I've got this mental schedule of doing five a day. Five a day. Five wins a day. Five wins a day. And how many games total do you think you're playing a day right now? Oh, it depends. Um, if I get on a good win streak, I can get it done in about six games. Really? Yeah. Have you ever had, you know, five five wins and out? Probably. Really? Yes. Wow. Although it is, uh, it is true that you tend to remember your epic losses more than <laughs> sure. your epic wins. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Yep. Now, have you ever thought about like lining some people up that you know and go, just let me win this one? It doesn't count. Oh, yeah, it has to be uh, ranked, which is through the matchmaking uh, system. See, they thought they thought they about that. They did, yeah. yeah. So Hearthstone does have like an MMR as well. It does. That's yeah. what the ladder is. Yep, yep. So it's, yours is the four hundred range. No, no. Um, basically there are um, twenty five ranks. Each month you start over, but. Um, the more wins you have, you start to climb that ladder, mm. um, trying to get up to uh, rank one and then to legendary. So you, you lose games, you go down on the ladder, you win games, you go up. Sure. And you've yeah. gotten close to that level one before. No, not really. I thought you like broke 10 once. Well, yeah, I've gotten to rank nine, but... Well, that's pretty darn close to level one. Not really. <laughs> it's not? It's like eight away. That's pretty close. Those are very... It's it's kind of like the steps get bigger the higher no, you go on the ladder. Sure. Like you're climbing a pyramid. An no, upside down I'm, pyramid. Okay, so like the steps get smaller towards... I don't know. I don't want... I don't know how steps it just, work. Get, how do steps work? <laughs> I forgot how to step. It's like falling up a hill. I don't know. <laughs> but you've done that. Uh, don't remind me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, so just to clarify. Yeah. 
So each character has a, a tally of the amount of ranked wins that they have won. It mm-hmm. has nothing to do with the actual rank. Nothing to do. It's just an overall tally. And each month when your rank gets reset, that doesn't change. Oh. It's just like throughout the history of your okay. player. So that continues on. It does continue on. Otherwise, giving 500 a month would be Oof. pretty undoable. Yeah. Pretty yeah. undoable? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's true. That's right, words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Like, grandma not saying? Why to pay extra? <laughs> if my week has been routine, has yours been routine as well, or have you been mixing it up? Mine's routine in the fact that it's root-een. Okay. <laughs> that made me feel uncomfortable. Oh, did it really? Yeah. Why? It's just too much of a stretch to oh, make a okay. pun. <laughs> just go home now. You've been playing uh, Brutal. I have been playing Brutal. You know, like the last episode, I said I didn't know. I said I got him to 20. I got the crossover promotion. I logged into Hearthstone. I got the thing. You got Lady Lenara. Yep, and I said, okay, yep. cool, and then I logged out of Hearthstone, and then I said, I don't know if I'm ever going to go back and play that that monk or not. He's 52 now. Nice. So you're enjoying him? I really am. Good. It is a lot of fun. Good. It, uh, there's some frustrating things about it. One of the, Did you know that monks have dailies? Uh, no, I did they not have know that. Dailies. They have dailies. They have dailies. Where? Like, I need another daily. You don't need another daily. No one does. Where? Serenity Peak. You know, the place over in Pandaria. Now, that's, this... That's level 90 and you're level 52? Correct, but it's a sanctuary. Okay. Now, this this raises a problem with me. My monk has never set foot in Pandaria. He lived his entire life on the back of a giant turtle. Huh. After leaving that turtle, he ended up in Orgrimmar. Are you sure he didn't go from panda to turtle to Orgrimmar? Nope. He went from turtle... He was born on the turtle? Born and raised on a turtle. Oh. Had nothing to do with the mainland pandas. And uh, when uh, the ship wrecked, and then he, you know, he went, he fought, he helped. He said, You're really cool. Now you got to choose a side because you helped both of us. I chose Horde. I got shipped off to Orgrimmar. I got told I hate everybody on the other side. The people on the left side of the plane. We hate the people on the right side <laughs> of the plane. So. <laughs> But suddenly I have this spell that allows me to translocate myself. I go into this like little meditation thing and then poof, I'm in uh, peak of serenity. But to be fair, though, you would have learned monk training from. It's, yeah, but my monk training happened on the island. You do monk training on the island. Yeah, still. some monk training. But theoretically, like you would continue your monk training in Ogobar from no. from the pandas who came from. Pandaria. But I'm not sure. Okay, I would agree with that. I would continue my training in Orgrimmar, but I'm not in Orgrimmar. I'm in the Peak of Serenity. Well, I understand that. But the people who gave you the spells, they were that was part of them imparting knowledge Mm, to you. It bugs me. It's a stretch. I know. It is. Now, here's the thing, though. Um, When I'm there, it's kind of cool because you get there and you, you, it's only, you know, one of three, I guess, fights. And you have to go down and you have to fight one of three's three masters. And it just, it helps you. They're, They're repetitive. One you have to interrupt, one you have to get out of the fire, and another one you have to use uh, your kill your kill shot. I got this thing called Touch of Death that it's like instant death. It's pretty cool. So that's neat. And then when you hit certain levels, there's uh, the other cool thing about it is when you do that every day, you get an XP bonus. 
your XP is like doubled from killing stuff for like an hour. So that's like you save that for right before you go into the dungeons. Oh, so it's like a better than a wee buff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. daily too. So does it uh, go away if you die? I don't know. I'll have to look. Okay. I'll pay attention to that. But you haven't died much. No, I've died. I've died quite oh. a bit. Yeah. Uh, I get to these dungeons and we, you know, start running through these dungeons at a fast pace. And, you know, the healers are just not ready for some stuff and you get, you get, uh, you get dead. I'm going to remind you of something that you told me. All right. You told me about somebody commenting on your name <laughs> in <Yeah>. attention. <laughs> so, yeah, we we're, were in a, in a dungeon and I think, I forget what it came up with, but someone said, oh, that's just brutal. But they spelled it like my name. And the way... Uh, it's either Tuck UI or Wim. One of my add-ons is if you mention my tune's name, it, it, I get an alert. And what so kind I, of alert? It just goes ding. Huh. <laughs> and so I look down and I see my name and I read the sentence. Oh, that's brutal. I'm like, oh. And so I'm like, what? And he's like, oh, it's a pun. Don't you get it? Because your name's like brutal. And brutal means that he like gave me the definitive <laughs> answer of what that pun was. I'm like, oh. I hadn't noticed that. Thanks, man. That's pretty funny. What? A, that is just the strangest coincidence. Because I named this character like this because uh, because I'm Brewmaster Brutal and and my you know my and other, other and tunes. my main is Root and yeah. that's the only reason. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> it made all right. So speaking of other things that happen in a dungeon, I got harassed. Oh, to the point where I actually. Submitted a ticket. Now I know, like, oh, now I'm sounding like a route to Tattletail because I submitted a ticket for a guy with his name, like, his name was Torin. He was a Torin. I submitted a ticket this week. They can see, like, brutal submitting all these tickets. You're like, you're not very brutal if you're submitting complaints. <laughs> all you doing is report. However, I reported for actual harassment. What did you say? It was three people. No, three four, people. four. Four, four to people. five. I was the, I was odd man out. I was not in this, in this guild. This was a guild run minus one DPS. That DPS was me. I don't even remember the name of the guild, except there was something funny. Not. It was supposed to be, like, funny, but it wasn't. It was, like, a crude humor. And we get in there, and before we even start, you know, we collect a little quest, because the first time in the dungeon, and I get a guild invite. I'm like, eh, what's this? Nope, decline. I don't like the fact that guild invites are, in, in you know, they're intrusive. They pop up. You can turn that off. I'm going to have to. Okay. So I'm like, no thanks. I'm waiting on my, you know, my main guild. They're going to, be, you know... And they're like, uh, join a guild. And I was like, well, I'll, I'll tell you what, let's let's run, let's run this, and we'll see what's up. Go down, kill first boss, guild invite. I decline again. I said, guys, I'm, we're going to wait. I'm going to either, you know. And they said, uh, join a guild or we'll vote kick you. I was like, excuse me? And they said, you have to join our guild right now or else we're going to kick you out of this run. I was like, you can't pressure somebody into joining a guild if they were wanting. And they're like, oh, it's our choice. If you don't want to join a guild, we're just going to kick you out of this th- this run. And I said, well, that's kind of borderline harassment. They're like, oh, you want harassment? And then they went off. And I was like, okay, not a problem, reported. And then I, I left. Wow. <laughs> After they, they spewed some pretty harsh and pretty nasty stuff. That's insane. Yeah. I'm like, it's just a dungeon run, guys. Relax. But they, they decided, no, that and I might, you know, I don't think I egg them on. I really don't. Mm-hmm. By saying, guys, this is borderline harassment trying to force me to join a guild or else you're going to kick me out of a run. Oh, you want harassment? We'll show you harassment. Oh, okay, go ahead. It's in the chat logs. <laughs> well, even the whole premise of them threatening to kick you out 
it is a little bit disturbing sometimes to see how much power a group of people can go into when they join a dungeon. Because they do have the majority of votes. Yep. Which means that request, do whatever or we're going to kick you, could have been anything. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have to do it. You just vote to kick with no reason and then say, hey guys, we're going to vote to kick this guy and he's gone. Right. But if if they're using it to coerce you, that's even, you know, right. a deeper layer of yep. manipulation. Yep. Yeah. So, eh, we'll see. Uh, no sweat off my back. I went and sure. you know, left that one and uh, waited my 10 or 15 whatever minutes it was and joined another. They just had a curiosity. If it was me, I probably would have just joined for the run and then left. Not because I wouldn't like give in to people who are bullying, but at least for that run you're getting, what, double XP or gold or something. You get... Or maybe that's just guild experience. Yeah, and you. But but then that would reset, and you wouldn't get anything at a guild. I think the guild was like freshly formed. You wouldn't have yeah, gotten anything. I mean, it was true. it was a guild that's going to be banned anyhow because the name was stupidly vulgarly funny. Yeah, I think you might have gotten like a slightly bit more experience during the dungeon run. Maybe just the difference between being in a guild versus not being in a guild gives you some more experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. But you know, it's it's not worth it to join it just out of principle. No, to um, not at all. Don't give into that. No, not at all. So that's insane. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I don't want to be the guy that's you know get off my lawn. I'm the old man. You know, I don't want to be that guy. But uh, I mean, that, that to me, you know, in hindsight, I should have joined the guild, asked for access to the guild bank, wiped them out, and then left. <laughs> and then left. <laughs> no, I, I would no. Not even no. more of a like stand on the like you said the. <laughs> The chat logs are all there. It'll be investigated. They have multiple people who are participating yeah. in this. Yeah, and they were all, oh, they were hammering on. They were just, they were layering it. Wow. It was, I mean, it was short of calling me, well, I don't want to go into it. Just not worth, it's you just can't even it. bring it up on the show. No. No. I wouldn't no, want to. But it's just, it's, you know, when, when, you, when you go back and look at it, it was uh, Saturday night. I'm thinking some people... Got together, probably Saturday afternoon, power leveled each other, probably got a little uh, inebriated, decided to form a guild with this funny name, because that's funny. Right. And then, okay, we're going to kick this guy because he's not in our guild. That's funny. And so their level of humor was probably severely hampered by their level of intoxication. IRL. So. Yeah. So that's been my week. I just, you know, I'm doing all the stuff in the garrisons. I'm doing my normal garrison chores. And I just, I really, really, I got some really, really good advice from another run from a guy. Because I asked. And I'm like, is there anything I should be doing different on on, on my monk? Is there anything? And the guy's like, yeah, what I would do is, and he told me what to do. And I was like, oh, okay. And I rearranged my order of what I was doing in my rotation. And he's like, yeah, you want to concentrate on this. You want to stack this. You want to do that. And, you know, so it's, it's, it's good. He's got a wicked kick. I can kick from across the room. It's like a flying kick. But that's very satisfying. Oh, it is. It's one of the reasons why I love the punchable marmot. <laughs> just randomly pull that out and punt it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, monks, if you haven't played one, panda monks are a lot of fun. Plus, I fell. I, I was on some quest, and I was in a balloon. I had to like bomb some people or throw some parachutes at some people over in Tanara's area. And it's like, okay, when you're done, hit this button and it'll take you back. And so when I was done, I hit the button. And I'm like, oh, well, I got a couple of minutes on me back. So I went up and got a, got a nice tea from the fridge. And when I came back, I had gotten the going down achievement. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, well. <laughs> Guess the guy dropped Lacey me off a lived. little high. <laughs> Pandas, they don't get hurt. They don't get hurt at all? 50% less uh, fall damage. Oh, interesting. And like a, another like a huge percent on food buffs. They get all this crazy stuff. 
His shoes are bouncy. Bouncy wouncy. Do they show him bounce when he fall? I wasn't there. That would make so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he bounces when he sits down. Oh, does he? Yeah, he, he, you hit the X key to sit down. He's like, boom, boom. It's pretty funny. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Well, Freck, from time to time, about once a month, right around the beginning of the month, we like to have Dead Guy on to pick his brain to get our lore questions answered, to get our game mechanics questions. Just Basically, just to bring someone on who knows more than us. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, we, <laughs> not saying a lot, but we got Dead Guy. It's that every time we go, citation needed when we're talking. Yeah. This is our citation. This is so. our citation. Yeah. yeah, dead guy. You know, when, when it's not like Wowhead or, or Wowpedia or any of those big paid for conglomerate corporate sites, we lean on dead guy. Dead guy, how are you, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. How about y'all? We're doing good. I'm glad you're using the southern vernacular tonight. When you are raised for half of your childhood by a southern stepfather, you kind of pick up some of it. Yeah. There's no non-southern equivalent for that, though. Not in English, no. Oh, in other yes. languages there are, but not in English. Yes, there is. I, what I is there? Use guys. That. Uh, yeah, but that's two <laughs> that's words. That's two words. One, word. one word that is second I, person plural. I bet you they say use. Who does? Bostonians? I'm going to go with <laughs> <laughs> Like, you see a couple, like, use guys. Or no, it's two, but he's going to go down and uh, pick up a, I don't know, a, a Coca Cola. That's not a real word. A quart of cola, yeah. Use, use. <laughs> that part. <laughs> he just slurred it in a pretty hard fashion. Yeah. You gotta <laughs> these two utes. <laughs> so I thought you wanted to talk about Wow to me tonight. We always want to talk about Wow with you, dead guy. We have questions okay. about the end of this current expansion, the Warlords of Draenor. Okay, well then, fire away. Well, before we get into it. What's your what's your progression like? Are you talking about like how far I am in rating? Yeah. Oh, okay. I am thirteen out of thirteen heroic and two out of thirteen mythic, and I'm very definitely a casual at this point. Okay. We uh, the mythic was just in a random pug, and then I ha I am in a full progression mythic guild that is full cleared mythic that I just go on their silly runs occasionally for fun. But you've seen all the end bosses. Oh yeah, I've seen, seen the all whole the cotton content. Oh yeah, definitely. All right. The only thing I haven't seen is the mythic only fight mechanics, which doesn't significantly impact the story. Yeah, True. that's it. Your credibility <laughs> is shot. I know. I know. <laughs> no, you are the resident expert. That guy. Yes. So we've seen all the content. Bert and yeah. I aren't quite there yet, but what? we've kind of read what's happened, and you know we, we know that you've been there, so we have some questions. I don't know if they have answers, but these are questions that I'm having. Now that we've you know gotten all the patches we're going to get, now that we're getting ready for Legion, uh-huh. for example, in the beginning of Warlords of Draenor, you see Thrall meet his parents. Yes. They don't know that he's their son, obviously, because they... I haven't had a child yet. And in fact, uh, the clear implication through uh, additional media and what we're seeing in Warlords of Draenor, the expansion itself, is they will never have a child. Oh. What? Though Thrall's it's never going to be born? Not in the universe. universe. Uh, okay. 
just like Garrosh doesn't appear to be ever born in this alternate universe. That's true. So do you think at any point he ever like gets a stronger relationship with them other than just his mama telling him, you're a strange green orc? Uh, actually, uh, from the garrison campaigns and other quests that I've seen them in, I have no doubt that he gets a stronger relationship at all. Uh, but I do not know if he ever does the big reveal. Oh. Uh so they will i have no doubt that they become pretty good friends at some point but i don't know if he ever you know uh shares at all he might makes sense one question that i had that i had to look into was is this archimon dead and what ramifications does this have to the overarching story after looking up additional information uh, both from reading the Chronicles book and going through official Blizzard announcements in regards to lore, the information that came through I found very confusing. So just as a quick recap, Draenor and Warlords of Draenor is like 20 to 30 years in the past in an alternate universe. Canonically, uh, Blizzard has said that all other timelines other than the one that our Azeroth is in are shadow timelines they are not the one true timeline so i understand and accept that this alt drain or kind of sort of doesn't count like it's there but it's a shadow of the real reality i'm okay with that so far the craziness comes from alex afrasabi and i probably said his name wrong said on twitter that there is only one Archimonde, there is only one of every demon, period, forever. They're from the Twisting Nether, and there is only one across all realities. Which means the Archimonde we killed in Warcraft 3 that we got to see as a raid boss in Caverns of Time Battle for Mount Hajal is the same Archimonde we killed in Draenor on Warlords of Draenor expansion. Not only that, that when we kill him in Warlords of Draenor, uh, be- canon, how canon works uh, for raid fights is the only version that is canon is the mythic version. And in the mythic version of the fight, phase four, the final phase of the fight, he pulls you into the Twisting Nether. And you kill him there, which means he dies. Period. Forever. So the one Archimond demon that has ever existed is now dead 20, 30 years in the past in an alternate dimension. I will give this one, one caveat. Okay. And this is probably Blizzard's out. Sure. Time works differently in the Twisted Nether. Oh, that that's not my issue. Uh, if we can time travel, Archimon can time travel. That's fine. Well, what I'm that's saying is issue. the Archimon that we kill in the Twisted Nether, once he's in there, he can be omnipresent in every place at the you know, whenever he needs to be. He skips through time. Therefore, the guy that we fight, I don't know. I mean, he got summoned back to life. We we pulled in the Twisted Nether. We kill him there. And that means not only, I mean, I don't know, it's... No, no. The the one that we fought in the Battle of Mount Hyjal was okay. The one in Draenor that we killed in Draenor, that is after in his personal time experience, after the battle for Mount Hyjal. Correct. So he lost battle for Mount Hyjal. Uh his physical body was destroyed, his soul got kicked back to the twisting netter. 
Netter, Twisting Nether, made a new body and later uh, came to alternate alternate Draenor to come and wreak havoc there. Right. And that is where he dies. It's not his it's not just his physical body gets destroyed this time. His soul is destroyed and he is gone forever. I don't think that'll affect the past timeline on or the future timeline in this case on Azeroth, because my point being that time gets uh, wibbly wobbly, if you have to borrow a phrase in the twisted nether. I I can kind of see that, but then what we would be seeing is a previous Archimond from his perspective. So, so it, the the chronological order of events in your proposition could be hypothetically uh, event a event one on Monday we fought him in Hygel on his Tuesday we fight him in Azeroth during the events of World of Warcraft Legion and on Wednesday during the events of World of Warcraft uh, Warlords of Draenor he dies on alternate Draenor. Sure, why not? Again, that's not what's driving me crazy. Oh, that's not? Jeez. No. What is driving you crazy then, sir? I I can wrap my head around that being possible. Okay, do you have do you know anything about the Alliance lore storyline that happened in Warlords of Draenor that the Horde doesn't get to see? Absolutely not. Okay. Okay. So in Shadow Moon Valley, we meet alternative Valen. As in, he's the one that's on Alt Draenor, and the our Valen is still in Azure Mist Isle. Hmm. So we've met the other Valen now. Uh, he ends up sacrificing himself to save a, a huge amount of alternative Draenor, yada, yada, yada. That's not important here. This clearly indicates that there were at least two Valens and probably one for every alternative universe. Okay? If there's only one Archimond... What happened to the Archimond from that alternative universe? Or, alternatively, what happened to our Archimond? Why is there only one? Maybe when they said that, they meant there's only one that counts. Yeah, but that's... I actually read through the entire comment chain, and people offered that explanation, and they went, no, there's only one Archimond. Period. Archimond, sorry, to be clear, Archimond Demon. Because then the demon can summon himself in physical form, and that's those are the guys we're killing. Yes. Now, what uh, one of the things he did bring up was that in some alternative universes, there could be Archimon the Paladin who never uh, descended into demonhood through uh, Sardaros. I totally accept that. That's totally fine. But in order for Valen to be on Draenor, the entire reason he came to Draenor was to run away from Archimon and kill Jaden because they took up Sardaros's offer and turned themselves into demons. I do remember that from the book. So, if they did that in the real timeline, and that made Archimon and Killjade and the demons, and they made did that in the alternative uh, timeline, which they have to because Valen is on Draenor in the alternate timeline, that means there's alternative Archimon the demon and alternative Killjade and the demon. Except, there isn't. There's only one of each. So what happened to the other one? Did Archimond and Kil'jaeden, were they inhabiting Draenor? No, they never, no, no, no. Uh, when Archimond shows up on Draenor for the fight in Hellfire Citadel, that is his first time seeing Draenor. 
So maybe it makes sense because they are not citizens of Draenor. It's it's kind of like they took that planet. <laughs> the alt universe is only alt Draenor. Is that what you're saying? Right. Okay. As, I guess as, that's kind of possible. And like, that means there's just nothing else in that universe. It, like if you tried to leave that planet, you would go, you don't exist anymore. I think it's possible. As, okay. That's very weird. But well, I they, they didn't possible. address it, but the portal was specifically to Draenor at a specific period in oh, time. Yeah, it was very definitely to alt Draenor. I have yes. No yeah. So maybe the, the, the way it worked was it kind of made a copy of that world. Okay. So, because it's, because since there's only one true timeline, it's just a shadow copy. Right. It's just a shadow copy. So somebody who wasn't there on that planet at the time, maybe they didn't get copied. Okay. So maybe somebody who didn't exist, like that's why, you know, Thrall can travel there and he doesn't, nothing weird happens because he didn't, he wasn't on Draenor then. Um, yes, he was. Well, he wasn't born yet. No, no. He was. In our timeline, at that point, he was Baby Thrall. In this alternative universe, there is and never will be a Baby Thrall. That is canon said by the developers. The alternative universe has things not is not just a copy. It's a copy with some changes. Well, such as right. Durotan never has a child. Well, what point did they change the events then? They would have had to change it before Thrall would have been conceived, right? To make it so that he didn't happen. I guess, but I don't know. I, I would have to do the math and see how old Thrall is or how old Garrosh is. Because Garrosh arrived like 32, 33 years before present in terms of time. So one of the things to, to remember here is when you're dealing with alternate timelines, it is not the same ever. Uh, well, I... I, I would think okay it'd be like the analogy of taking a document, like a Word document, and doing save Copying as. the third paragraph and nothing else. <laughs> doing like a save as, renaming it. And then whatever changes that you're making to it after that is going to happen to the new document. Okay, but that's that's not timeline. That is That is a split in time. No, no. It's not just a split because there's now two. Um, sorry. No, you're right. That's not my issue, though. Uh, from what I understood is that Baby Thrall should have been conceived before Garrosh arrived. So Garrosh arriving did not change whether or not there was a Baby Thrall. But in this alternative timeline, there was never a Baby Thrall. Okay, which so... Is different, it was different before the time travel happened. Oh, okay. So I was under the impression that... Everything would have been the same up until the point that no. Garrosh interrupted things and then everything that changed as a result of that. No. The main so story is- you are correct on because okay. Ramish would have drank the demon blood and he would have gone through the dark portal and attacked there Azeroth. That would have been the same. But there were a few other differences that were implied to happen before Garrosh ever showed up, i.e. no baby thrall, no baby Garrosh. Yeah, the way these alternate timelines work, in the worlds, there are definite common things and threads that happen regardless, and you cannot stop them from happening. Okay. Like Ramesh drinking the blood. There you go. However, okay, your analogy with the paper, I'm going to take it back to a different scenario. Okay. You're in the English class. 
you and 26 other people. And your professor tells you all, he puts a potted plant on the table and tells the entire class to write the life story of that plant. Go. Now, from the moment that go happens, think Big Bang, universe has started. 26 people are writing a different timeline for that plant. They all have a starting point, and they're all going to have some things in common because the professor might have even said, you need to include the fact that this is a non-indigenous species, that it's green, and that it flowers in the springtime. So those three threads will be common through everybody's story, but everybody's story is going to be different, although some of them may appear slightly the same. So what you're saying is that rather than... Garrosh going back to Draenor the way it was, the way we know it to be, and then changing it in the resulting world of what it looks like after that is all a result of the chain of events. There are just however many alternate universes out there existing already, and what he did was tap into one of them. Yes. Yeah, so basically when you know, tr- you know trial you know happens and he uses Malfurion to go back in time where him and the blue dragon dude they open up this portal. They don't know where they're going. They just end up there. And his job now, okay, here I am at this point in time. I'm going to gather this army together, and I'm coming back to kick butt in our Azeroth, in our time. And that's what we have to go back and stop. To be clear, though, Garrosh did change some things because Gromish would have drank the demon blood. But Garrosh did not cause no baby thrall. Garrosh did not cause no baby uh, Garrosh. Do you understand, Freckle? Yes, I think yeah, so. Yeah, that was just, that's just the, how that reality is. Because there's this I, great episode of Star Trek I'm going to have to have you watch. No. <laughs> <laughs> All okay. Right. It I'll deals read, with this very well. The, that, that whole conversation we just had was uh, pretty cool. It has no bearing on whether or not there should be an alternative Kill Jaden demon, an alternative Archimon demon. Um, because sure it does. <laughs> <laughs> now, you saying that there is only an alternative Draenor and nothing else can- potentially addresses that. Okay. But the, the the fact that alternative timelines are different, that doesn't matter here. Because we know Valen was on Draenor, and the only reason he would have been on Draenor was to run away from Demon Archimon and Demon Kil'jaeden. Anyway, uh, the other part of this that bugs me is we see Archimon talk a lot, and we see Kil'jaeden talk a little bit in Warlords of Draenor. At no point at all do they say, hmm, this is familiar. I've done this before. I guess we get to try again and try and do it better this time. That's a, that is a very good point. Yeah. At no point do they say anything like that. Or or Archimonds, when he shows up through the dark portal, he's like, hey, you're the guys who beat me up last time. I'm going to get my revenge now. So that's almost like when they enter a physical state that they have the they don't share the memories from their past physical state that would seem very not only would that be very weird that would be a huge handicap because lots of information would be lost every single time they went back to the twisty nether yes however okay here okay i'm gonna since since we're all just flying off the handle on this one Yes. I would say that that information does exist in the Twisting Nether, but when they come back into the physical world, they are limited by what they experience and learn in the physical world. We're all we're all wildly spitballing here right yeah, now. Yeah, because here's the thing. Okay, if, if I go to one one reality, right, I'm in our 
current Azerothian reality. Yes, which is the only real reality as per Blizzard word of God. Okay, so I'm in there, right? Now I get pulled into the Twisting Nether. I have all my memories, all my skills. I have everything. I know everything. The history, the whole nine yards. I am now manifest into a different reality. Okay. What we have just stated that the the different reality, the alternate reality, is not going to be the same as the Azerothian reality that we come from, the one true reality. Right. Any information that I have from that reality is potentially worthless to me in this current reality. Potentially worthless uh, does not mean he would forget, though. Yeah, but I think I think it's more of a handicap for them to go, okay, I know who you are. I know what they did. That means they're going to do it again. That's not true. That's based on a past experience that has not and may not or will not happen in this particular timeline. So to have that, I think, would be the handicap to go in there going, oh, no, these guys kicked my butt last time. I ain't letting that happen again. I get what you're saying, but do you remember when I used the days of the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? So Archimon shows up on Wednesday and Draenor and goes, hey, you guys kicked my butt on Monday. Now I'm going to kick your butt this Wednesday, today. Okay, but it wasn't the same people. You, it could have been. There's nothing that says the heroes that kicked his butt at Mount Hyjal weren't the same heroes that kicked his butt in Draenor. And in fact, I on Dead Guy was at both. Oh, don't even start that. <laughs> don't don't bring the commonality of our tunes and all of this because that just makes <laughs> it even more confusing. I know, I know. Okay, so this is just uh, it, it, if you wanted to get even more confusing, something I read that I don't know if it's actually accurate is that Kairos Dormu created alternate Draenor. Like, it didn't actually exist. (laughs) It was a possibility that didn't exist, and by opening the portal, he made it real. And so he he just went poof, and it existed. What is this? What is this? Schrodinger's Azeroth? Okay, wait, so... Exactly. (laughs) It wasn't until it was observed did it actually exist. Yeah, we're getting really crazy here. I I think this is all the useful fitness we can get on this topic, though. I think we can all agree on that. (laughs) All right, well, what's going to happen to the portal when we leave then? Uh, They've stated that it's going to stay open, and the friends we've made in Alternative Draenor have pledged their support to our helping us in our Azeroth, although in the Legion beta we haven't seen any of them, so it might oh, be an empty promise. Well, maybe they'll be part of the uh, the hall? Oh, the, cl- uh, the class halls. Possibly. Well... Okay, I could easily say that Farmer Yoon still supports me because I can go back to my farm in Pandaria and sell stuff so I get gold. No, but I mean like support via military might. Oh, okay, that's different. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. leave that for a patch, you know, 7.3. All right. So yeah, maybe, exactly. Maybe that's I, I, bigger... Yeah, I'm not going to... I wasn't going to get into that in detail because, again, that's not only is Legion not done as in the course of the expansion, it's still in beta. So, yeah. (laughs) Well, that's true. So it is something that I'm sure we'll find out eventually. It just kind of makes me wonder, if they are leaving the portal open, then why? So we can go back and do more garrison missions. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Other than that, is there an actual lore reason why? A lore reason? No. No. I mean, in fact, if it were me, I would close that thing down just in case (laughs) something else comes through it. Yeah, probably. 
Or maybe just for, uh, you know, vacation packages. You know, go see the world before it got all corrupted and before there was chunks of the Earth. Not just corrupted. Remember, Draenor in our universe exploded. Yes, it started to collapse in on itself because of all of the warlocks. Stop it with the warlock. Well, you're the one that fell magic. It, it no, just, it's not just all of the warlocks. I thought it was Gul'dan specifically that said, hmm, I'm going to break the binding between the world itself and the elemental spirits. Hmm, break. Uh-oh, that made the planet blow up. My bad. I think it was a mix of things. Because I also heard, like, the the uh, magic that the warlocks were imbuing just made the planet unstable in general. That just made plant life mad and attack yeah. us, uproot itself and attack people. <laughs> Does it mean that, yeah, the, it's like, oh, go go vacation to Shadow Moon, <laughs> the real one. Go see Negrand before it floated. Yeah. No, 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 no. The real Shadow Moon is the one in our universe because our universe is the real one. <laughs> use your words, Okay, right? all right. I apologize. <laughs> now that we've established that they will keep the portal open purely for leisure travel, the other thing I wondered was, What's going to happen to Gromash afterwards? Is he did some pretty uh, heinous things. Yes. Yes, he did. So if it's okay with you, I'd like to break it down for you what he did. Please do. Are you going to like rap and freestyle now? No, I don't oh. know how to rap. So no. <laughs> uh, anyway, so from the word go, uh, everything, both alt Gromash and our universe grandma, our universe Gromash, uh, pretty universally shown to just be a dead the whole time as a person. Uh, he likes conquest. He likes fighting. He likes war. He's not a really good person. But, but I will say this in his defense. So is basically the rest of orcish culture throughout Draenor. They, they, they are both. They are all pretty violent. Uh, they all have really weird and savage customs, so he's not very different from the rest of his people on his planet. That doesn't make what he does okay, but that does make it the norm for that system. Then Garrosh shows up and goes, yo, you were my daddy in the other universe, and there were some these guys over here that were totally mean to me, and you should come help me beat them up, daddy. And he's like, oh, by the way, Daddy, here's here's a lot of uh, blueprints and plans for making uh, weapons of mass destruction. And Gromash goes, hmm, that sounds kind of cool. And he's like, so, son, you told you tell me that they're totally mean. And he's like, yes, they are. So he's like, hmm, well, maybe we should be ready to fight them in case they're going to be totally mean to us. At this point, I get what Gromash is going for. He builds up an army. He builds up weapons in preparation for a self-defense level thing of he thinks the people from Azeroth are just really big meanie heads that are going to come and beat him up. However, what he does next is where it gets horrifying. So one of the things he does is he goes to all the other orcish clans and goes, yo, you know how we've lived in eh, not really peace, but coexistence for, you know, centuries. Well, that changes today. Uh, join me. Or die. I don't just mean like, that's not an empty threat. And I don't just mean I'm going to kill the leader. I'm going to exterminate you if you don't join us. And in the real timeline, the clans didn't come together until after they went through the portal. Uh, yes. Uh, I think uh, most of them drank the blood, but they weren't, you know, really best buds. But then they joined up on the other side, I think. So he did that to everybody. 
which is, you know, genocide's not cool, and he attempts it on the Frost Wolves. He's not very successful, but he attempts genocide on the Frost Wolves because the Frost Wolves said, get out of here, I don't want to deal with you. And then, on top of that, what he also does is goes, hey, we need this huge portal in order to access Azeroth so that we may uh, fight these people, so we may have a chance to uh, deal with this potential threat. Uh, how do we make a portal this big? And he ends up capturing Gul'dan, and Gul'dan says, well, you just have to sacrifice, you know, like five innocent souls every, you know, ten seconds to keep it open. And Gromash, instead of going, holy crap, that's horrifying, I will never do that, goes, yeah, sure, that's totally cool, and just rounds up a bunch of Janai and starts throwing them into the pit where they all die, and then their souls are consumed. It's like, he's not just killing them. Uh, in Azeroth, there's definitively an afterlife and such, and so he's deter- he's destroying their eternal soul to keep a portal open so he can wage war. That's pretty intense. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Then, then once he opens the portal of Azeroth, he doesn't, like, send out scouts. He doesn't send out, like, a diplomatic corps saying, yo, we're totally ready for you, so you probably shouldn't attack us. He just goes, nope, blitz. And he just shoves everybody through the portal and attacks everybody he sees. Doesn't matter if they were part of the meanie group that uh, Garrosh said. It doesn't matter if they were random bystanders. It doesn't matter if they were animals. He goes raw and attacks them all. So that's all the really, really bad things Gromash did. You know, attempted genocide, uh, mass murder to fuel a war machine, uh, unprovoked attacks against unknown factions. You know, that, that's all that great stuff, right? What he does do that uh, earns him the respect of some of the orcs is he tells Gul'dan to get out whenever Gul'dan tries to offer the blood. Uh, and in fact, that's the big opening cutscene for Wad, which I do think is a very cool looking scene. But that's Gromash saying, no, we refuse this blood because we know it'll lead us to being slaves. So fast forward. Uh, we sorry. In the first raiding tiers, uh, we're beating up. Gromish's allies and support structure, i.e. the Ogres and Blackrock Foundry. And his uh, army is starting to fall out at the bottom because he's losing, sorry, he has lost all of his arms productions because that all that happened at Blackrock Foundry. Uh, he's then captured by Gul'dan and Gul'dan kind of sort of takes over most of the Iron Horde and turns it into the Fell Horde. Uh, Gromish is taken to Hellfire Citadel where Gul'dan plans to torture him because uh, Gromish's uh, iron will is legendary and he wants to have fun being a total torturer because, you know, Gul'dan is super silly evil. In the raid, you find Gromash being interrogated and threatened and intimidated by Fell Lord Zakum, one of the raid bosses. You kill Zakum and let Gromash down. And then you let him go, you know, uh, especially if you're an alliance raid and you uh, have a couple of, you know, Draenei in your raid who just saw their kinsmen earlier that year be sacrificed like five a second or whatever to keep a portal open. And they just let him walk away on top of that at the end of the raid when you're fighting Archimon, uh, it is Yarel, uh, Gromash and Khadgar. All together, helping the heroes fight back Archimond. Now, I completely understand that Archimond is a worse threat than Gromish was. So, utilizing his power and skills at the moment to get rid of the worst threat 
I understand that from a practical standpoint. But when they won and put, uh, killed Archimon and Gul'dan was banished, they, instead of, you know, executing or at least arresting Gromish on the spot, they just went, yeah, uh, Draenor is free, and that means we're not going to do anything to Gromish, the, you know, homicidal, omnicidal maniac. You know, Yerl, who had her uh, sister executed at Gromish's orders. Her yeah, actual blood sister. Yeah, he's pretty mean there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Gromish didn't do it himself, but it was done by Nerysul and his group, who were acting under Gromish's orders. And I know Yerl is supposed to be a really huge paragon of light, and I understand that she would be able to forgive lots of things. And I can understand why, if given the choice, she would not want to, you know, execute someone. But, but, there is still a large contingent of Iron Horde on Draenor active. Uh, and if just from a practical standpoint, she should have taken Gromish into custody and used, utilized his influence to help dismantle the remainder of the Iron Horde. And then on top of that, uh, they should have been using, uh, you would think that any sensible person would use some sort of justice system to at least put Gromish on some sort of trial. But maybe she is that crazy of a hippie that goes, yo, you totally just killed my sister six months ago, but it's all cool. We're cool now. There's another person that I know isn't that crazy of a hippie, and that is Durotan of the Frost Wolves. He's an orc. He's a pretty uh, intensely justice-oriented orc compared to the rest of the orcs of Draenor, but he is in no manner above killing people when he thinks it's the right thing to do. There is no way he would have been cool with Gromish going free. So why did Gromish, uh, in the cutscene, just, you know, act like he's, you know, totally free and no one act like, hmm, there's going to be consequences, Gromish, because, you know, you killed lots of people, attempted genocide, all that fun stuff. Do you have a theory as to why he got let go? Uh, Yes, my theory is Blizzard wanted to uh, show him being free to mimic the end of Warcraft, a part of Warcraft 3, in order to drive feel-good emotions among the player base, uh, in order to uh, help subscriptions. It's a good theory. (laughs) Freck, do you have a theory? No, not really. Hmm. Do you have one, Root? I do. What's that? Okay, think of the ending of Mob. We have a trial. Dude skates out of the trial. Next thing in line, a Warcraft novel by Christy Golden. This is what they do. They get you all hyped up, and then they use a novel to tie all the loose ends together. So you're saying that there's not going to be any answers. Not in the game. Not in the game. Nope. It's all going to be tied together. I mean, it it is infinitely easier to make all that stuff happen in a book, which happens in the the recesses of our minds when we're reading it, than it is to worry about programmatically doing it, videoing, you know, with all. It's just easier to do it in the book. You can definitely uh, give more pathos to the story that way. I completely understand that from a storytelling perspective route, and I would see that as a possibility if Ural had arrested Gromish in the ending cutscene, like we did in the ending cutscene of Mop. All right, well, let's say he walks away, and Christy Golden's novel starts with, and then Ural turns and says, just a moment. That'll be so corny. <laughs> We're not done with you yet. Might we have a word, sir? 
oh wow okay i guess they could do that but then it would still feel really bad because the only reason they would have left the arrest out of the cutscene is because of the marketing reasons that i said or the only reason they left the arrest out of the cutscene is because this book is going to be dark and they're going to do things they couldn't do to him if he was in the legal system or any kind of legal system yeah, you arrest somebody, and you know he's already proven that he can, you know, escape that. Time yeah, I think Garrosh has um, because Gromish has never done any time travel, and he's never escaped <laughs> at well, any point ever. I think Garrosh has ruined people out of giving them a trial. Really? Right. Because Yerl yeah. never saw any of that. Well, okay, so Yerl's going to grab him, right? And he's going to walk around the corner and go, "Have you met Duratan?" Right. <laughs> Wait, we told her. <laughs> We're right there, aren't we? Adventurers. We will be in the book. Yeah, we're gonna. We're, no, in the book, it's gonna be the group of adventurers follows Uriel. <laughs> well, okay. So we told her, so she knows that the uh, arrest idea is probably a bad idea. But hmm, he's already proven that he's willing to do these terrible, heinous things. So we got to solve this problem. What's the best way to solve this problem if we can't arrest and try him? Oh, I guess it's just kill him on the spot. It is, but yeah. it's introducing him to Duratan so the Duratan can take care of that orcs to orc. But also the idea of a, of a trial is more of an alliance thing. It's been done, and it's not going to get done again. The, it's it's going to be swift justice at the hand of Duratan. Yeah, Here, but if you're kind of com- trying to come through a logical reason why they wouldn't do an arrest, it's because the orcs were all about death. Exactly. It's, I mean, and, I mean um, 100% agree with you. Yeah. They're going to introduce him to Duro. Duro's going to tan all over him. <laughs> okay. Yes, I, I agree with that. I, it's le- I'm I completely agree and that actually makes sense that that wouldn't happen in the cutscene cuz Derotain wasn't there. I am more enraged and incensed at Yrel's behavior towards him after Archimonde falls. I okay, so I get that. But there are a lot of movies when something happens and the the antagonist walks away while the protagonist is watching the antagonist walks around the corner into waiting arms. And then the protagonist shows up with a little smirk on their face and goes, you got what was coming to you. I always find those scenes incredibly unrealistic and annoying and frustrating. Tell us how you really feel. (laughs) I think I just did. So, okay. In all reality, or the way I feel that that this whole thing that we're putting all this energy into is going to be one chapter in Christy Golden's next book. And then the rest of it is going to be, how we get the Legion. Okay. It might well be. We will see, Root. We, we will see. see. Wow. All right. <laughs> uh, it, it come launch of Legion, if that's not how the book goes, I'm going to make you eat your words, Root. That's kind of hard to do. I know, but, you know, I'll just have you write them down and then eat the piece of paper. That'd be fun. Oh, wow. That'd be a fun <laughs> segment. <laughs> <laughs> I can fake that one so he's oh I'll, no I'll hold you accountable do you think I would let you fake that no I got you're welcome you're welcome for that show idea freckle I got a notepad over here oh no no I'm leave saying. that notepad <laughs> we don't do it yet root because we don't have evidence so yes you're safe for now safe for now all right dead guy while we yeah. have you here on the show. Yes. In our last episode, we introduced a little lore guessing game. Sure. Where I have, in this case, eight statements about a character in lore that I speak of in first person. 
Mm-hmm. And the the other opponent has the opportunity to try to guess who that character is. Sure. Now, in this case, since I've got you and Freck here, this is still in beta, so things are changing all the time. We had to make it a little easier. My my hints were a little too hard last, so I had to throw some different hints in. So this is like patch 0.2 for this particular game. And in this one, you and Freck are going to alternate guesses. Gotcha. Uh, who guesses first? Uh, may I suggest Freckle? Freckle will guess first. The person who guesses, you can pass at any time, right, Freck? A pass does not constitute a wrong guess. But if you okay. guess wrong, you're out. Well, okay, so how about this? Rather than alternate, just after after each clue. All right, after each clue, each person each gets clue. a guess? Yeah, you Pass or guess? That sounds, okay, yeah. that sounds even better. All right, well, let's, let's, let's go ahead and do that right about now. All right, so here we go. This is, uh, what are we calling this thing again? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Mythical Lord. No. Lord, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. I was once a member of the Magus Senate. Pass. Ronan. Does that mean, out. He's, does that mean he's out? He's out. <laughs> it's all you now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say he can still play. <laughs> that's, that's yeah, out, that's I out. thought we said we each get one guess after each question. I thought was, we just said that like 30 seconds ago. No, what he was trying to say is that we wouldn't have the opportunity to guess. Yeah, if you get it wrong, you're done. All right, all right, I'll tell you what. All right. Do you want to redo it? No. To clear we'll, just, we'll, we'll go on, right, but we're, right. we're going to allow each other. You still guessing. Everybody's still okay, guessing. All right, okay, all right. okay. All right, okay, after this, okay. Moving forward. You guess wrong, you're out. Yes. So don't guess. <laughs> okay, unless you're sure. If you don't 100% know, just pass. I understand now. I oversaw the cataloging and researching of every spell, artifact, and magic item known to mankind. Cadgar. Pass. Uh, a person of nobility once gave me a stolen spell book. Pass. My boss once killed me. Once. Pass. Although I might be dead, I may be found in old, hills-bred foothills as my past human self. Kelthazad. Congratulations. <laughs> now, Wait, what was the first one? Cataloging? I- I, I, I oversaw the cataloging and researching of every spell artifact. Yeah, because he was a Did member he? of the Karen Tor. Yes. Oh. If he was. I didn't think Arthas killed human form Kelthazon. I thought that was someone else. Yeah, apparently that was Arthas. Okay. Okay, so uh, then the, what we do here is we, we give away the next hints that were still available. Okay. Sure. Then this is where you would have gotten it, I think. I used an agricultural hub to ship a particular grain to nearby cities. That's when he spread the plague. <laughs> Through grain. Yes. You know, the Caverns of Time dungeon, yeah. Freckle? Yes, I, I remember the grain. I didn't. I can't remember who did it. Right. It was the Cult of the Damned, and the leader of the Cult of the Damned is Kel'Thuzad. There you go. Oh. Right. Some say curiosity killed the cat. I say your curiosity will be the death of you. <laughs> That's one of his quotes. And oh, it's and talking about Mr. Bigglesworth. <laughs> yes. After my first defeat, I moved my necropolis to Northrend. Yeah, that one would be the dead giveaway of someone who's just done the stuff. Yeah. Was that it? That was it. None of your clues have Mr. Bigglesworth in it? No. 
All right. See, you have to do at least one that you can get just by random word association. All right. So that's going to be like the last one then. All right. Yeah. But to see, the problem with that is you're just going to pass, pass, pass. How, how many questions are there? Uh, there are 10 okay, questions. Okay, well, look. Pass, 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 pass. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. If I have a competitor... You know, I want to win, so I don't want to wait until last question because he might guess before I do. If like I'm, how I did. I did guess successfully at what? Uh, clue four or something? And unsuccessfully at clue one. Yes, but that's because I didn't understand the rules. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like, with a competitor, or you could do With this, a competitor yeah. or what we were talking about last week, having something, not money. I want but, money there, though. <laughs> but some sort of incentive that I, I lose a little bit of it for every question that I don't. Hershey's chocolate kisses. That would work. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, <Wawa> bucks. <laughs> oh, yes. All right, well, that guy, we've asked a lot of questions this episode, and uh, you and I answered some too. Yes, some of them. Some of them. But the most important question we have to ask you tonight is how can people find you on the internet? Well, they can generally find me on WoW. Uh, my favorite places to hang out are on Tanaris Horde on the character Dead Guy, D-E-D Guy. I'm also starting to play a good bit, uh, Kerboden Illidan Horde as well. Uh, and um, it's also an undead warrior. Well, thanks again for coming out and imparting your knowledge as you do on a monthly basis with us and hanging out for uh, Patch 0.2 of this uh, mystery lord game. We got trying to iron the book. It's it's like it's it's uh it's it's alpha it's you know early access it's on the PTR. <laughs> Rude. It, it's early enough we're not ironing out bugs we're still doing base design. We really are. Yeah. We really are. <laughs> See, it works great on paper though. So. <laughs> okay, I'll talk right. to you guys later then. Later. Bye. One of the biggest questions that I'm seeing all over multiple forums is, what are the minimum requirements of Legion, and can my computer run Legion? And then people post some kind of scrambled version of what kind of computer specs they have, and then everybody gives them a whole ration of different type of advice. I got a Dell. <laughs> she sings well, but she can't play well. No? <laughs> I thought as soon as I said it. <laughs> Root is full of dad jokes tonight, folks. Sorry. Anyhow, so when I see this, I it, it bothers me. When I see the negative advice or the wrong advice going out, people saying, oh, just upgrade. You need this $5,000. No, you don't. And it's like, oh, it's just, I just want to reach out and through the internet and, and slap somebody. However, there is a very simple solution, asterisks for Windows users out there right now. If you visit a website called systemrequirementslab.com, and I'll put this up on the Twitter and up on uh, when we release the show notes or release the show, it'll be in the, the show entry. Systemrequirementslab.com. You go there, it's got a drop down of just not just Legion, but a ton of other games. But search for Legion or whatever game you, that you want to know if your computer can handle. In this case, we'll say World of Warcraft Legion. We get that. You can either see the requirements if you know what you've got. You can just say, let me check out the requirements and see what I've got. I can do the comparison myself. Or you can download a very small executable. It runs on your system. It's super fast. And it comes up and it gives you the recommendations based on what you currently have. 
this thing is smart enough, right, to tell you, you know what, you're good, your motherboard is good, your RAM is good, uh, your clock speed is good, your bus speed is good, all your peripherals are good. Your video card, however, you need to update your driver, or you need a new video card, or you need more RAM. It can give you system by system, spec by spec, component by component, what you need. So it's not just a yes or no, it is a no, but it could be a yes if, or yeah, it's going to run it, but it's going to run it kind of mediocre, but you could get to the running it at the good or best level by doing the following things. I think that's fantastic because someone like me, I can compare specs and I can say, all right, well, I have the minimum requirement, but how do I know if that's good enough or if that's going to affect my gameplay negatively? What it's going to give you is a little chart. It's like a little odometer type thing, a little scale, like a little needle on a half circle, and it's going to go from red to yellow to green. That's neat. So if it's in the red, Frank, there's no bueno. No bueno. Want to get up there into the green as much as possible. Which is muy bueno. It is muy bueno. And it's super fast. And like I said, it's not just for uh, Legion. It's any game that's out there. So if you're curious, if your computer can handle it, you download the, uh, the the detector, I think it's called, detector.exe. I think that's what they called it. And it goes through and detects your system parameters that you've got and it compares that to what would be optimal to run on, the, on whatever game that is. Now, this is free. Now, of course, the way they want to make money is if you order the stuff through them. They're going to tell you exactly what your system can handle, and they're going to tell you exactly how to order that, and they want you to order it through them. Is that an affiliate, or do they sell the products themselves? They sell directly. In fact, you can actually put their stuff on your website, and I think there's a way for you to actually make money on it that way. I'm not 100% sure on that, so don't 100% quote me on that. However, they are selling direct. That's how they will make their money. But there is nothing on there that you, know, you can download the specs. You can say, okay, it, it recommends I get this, 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 and this. And you can then comparison shop with what they have and what Amazon has. Or you can just outright buy a system that they have. You could say, you know what? Um, I am in the market for a brand new computer. I want the one that's going to run Legion on Ultra. What's that one? And they've got it. I ran it on mine. I'm still good to run Legion on Ultra. I just recently upgraded mine about a year and a half ago. So I've got about another year and a half, I think, on mine for the high-end gaming. But what's neat is since Legion isn't even here yet, we're just in technical alpha still. If you have time to budget, you're going to go there. It's going to tell you, like, if you need a new video card, it's going to say, hey, buddy, your video card is 265 bucks. You might have time to budget for that. Mow some lawns or do whatever you need to do to get to get that 265 bucks, and then you're good to go. You just, you know, you're not going to be out of pocket or going into debt or having an unexpected expense because your video card won't play Legion when it comes out. Again, that website is systemrequirementslab.com. And you'll see if it doesn't take you right to it, there's like a little link on the site that says, can you run this? Folks, quick correction here. I made a mistake. Uh, on the last episode, I mentioned our loot crate codes were good for, uh, like three months. That's the old ones when we first started with them. They're now good for one month. So if you win AOE, uh, that is a one-month code that we give out, not a three-month code. I sincerely apologize for that. Uh, so that's just, well, just one code. Speaking of AOE, we do have somebody lined up for next week, and it's going to be fun. I'm very excited. I love doing AOE. It's going to be a fun one because this person, um, they know a lot about lore. Huh. This is gonna be, it just, I hope they choose you. Because they would mop the floor with me. 
Um, they happen to write for a particular magazine. Little clues there. Huh? I'm, I'm, I'm just going to leave that one there. It's very vague. Yeah. yeah. I'm very gonna ominous. It, I'm going to leave it vague and ominous because this, uh, this is a cool deal that we're having. It's, you know, celebrity status editors <laughs> on the show next week. And like I said, I hope, uh, I hope that they challenge you <laughs> and not me. <laughs> And hey, folks, please give us a rating and review on iTunes. We really appreciate those. Let's us see how we're doing. Helps us become more visible to uh, new listeners. want to say thank you to our followers on Twitter and to our friends on Facebook. Also, a big thank you to all of our Patreon supporters over at patreon.com slash EIPS. That's the Excellence in Podcast Studios. And as we close this show, we want to thank you for listening. We'd love to hear your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at hearthcastrec and at hearthcastroot, or just head on over to our Hearthcast Facebook page. You can support Hearthcast by using our Amazon link at hearthcast.com slash Amazon. You can save $3 off your Loot Crate by visiting lootcrate.com forward slash hearthcast and using the offer code hearthcast at checkout. Our Patreon page can be found at patreon.com slash EIPS. And remember, Curse Premium will keep all your in-game add-ons up to date automatically. Please visit hearthcast.com for podcast archives, show information, and more. Until next time, this has been Root. And Freckleface. This podcast is part of the D20 Grip Network.